I'm Ashley Aiken. And I'm Chris Cerna. The wedding industry has unintentionally perpetuated a culture of chasing perfection at the cost of your relationships and mental peace. We know this because we've spent a combined 16 years photographing weddings. Together, we dive into the silent struggles of the modern engaged couple, like you. Our goal is to empower you to pop that perfection bubble, embark on the journey of self-awareness, forge your own wedding planning path, and and ultimately ultimately cultivate cultivate a healthy and thriving marriage. we always say that we're excited for the guests that we have on for whoever we're talking but like Ashley I'm like really excited with who we just finished up with we just wrapped an interview uh, up with Emily Holtmeyer one of our very like early early day listeners that kind of jumped on the bandwagon and the conversation was amazing absolutely amazing we really wanted to talk to Emily because being an early listener she's been around from the very beginning of the show and we knew that she's already gotten married and so the impact of the things and the why and the intention and how it shaped her mental health and how it shaped her wedding day would be really fascinating to uncover but not only that she also got married in Mexico yeah she had a very interesting wedding day so in her wedding day breakdown, which which is what this episode is, we talked to Emily, and she actually talks about their backyard wedding that she would say had a senior a graduation kind of party vibe to it. So they had that wedding, but then they also had a destination wedding, and it was Mexico, right? It was Mexico. Yeah, it was Cancun. And that, I mean, that is just, when you hear people talk about what they wish they did for their wedding, I mean... That is what I hear in nine out of 10 regrets is I wish we'd eloped or I wish yep. we'd done de- done destination. And Emily even talks about like how she didn't want to let the things of like, well, maybe I'll just get married in town because that's what everybody wants me to do. And it'll just be yeah. easy. She's like, I didn't want to have any of those regrets. I didn't want to be one of those people. And so she just talks about her experience of how she remained grounded through planning and also she like restructured the whole um how do you word this like I guess like the order that like yes. the, the stuff happened like because they like she took it apart had, and put it back together her own way yeah they and so we won't ruin that surprise but the way in the order that they did things from <laughs> having the reception to the the official wedding like it was it was all just done very uniquely but intentionally. And so we're going to dive into that. She also shares like some really, really great tips for anyone planning a destination wedding. Uh, I thought those were really good. And man, honestly, my favorite part of the episode was towards the end. Ashley, she like goes on this like hype train for us. She's oh, she the conductor. I know. I know. I watch. I mean, I started to tear up too, but I immediately saw your face when she started to like, Oh yeah. just tell us what this podcast meant to her. And so, you and know. how it's impacting you guys you just you'll have to you'll have to hear you it will have end. to listen to it and it was the very part meaningful. of the podcast that was super impactful which i think is the key is like knowing what's hitting and so people can go back and listen to those episodes if they missed them yeah yeah so she she dives into all of that stuff and and i think we've kind of skipped something a little important kind of in this introduction but the main way that we got to know Emily was because she joined our Facebook group. 
like she joined the Facebook community that we have and she began to interact with posts, uh, even if they were silly, share what your water bottle looks like, like kind of post or, you know, commenting on lives and sharing what she's thinking or asking her advice or encouraging other people like she has been a part of our community. And so it's just been so it was so meaningful and like exciting to be able to talk to someone who has joined like our family, essentially. Absolutely. They've been around for a while and she and in the episode, she talks about a moment that she had where she was listening to an episode uh, and it just basically a switch flipped. And so to know that like she walked away with knowledge that Ashley and I shared and that it was able to impact her. It's like, it's why we do what we do. It's our why, like mm-hmm. truly it's our why as to why we do this podcast. We want to help anyone and everyone, man, woman, you know, them, they, who is, who is planning a wedding. Like we want to help you and encourage you. And so it was just great to hear her say like, here's how you impacted and here's how I uh, made steps. And here's how me and my husband, Eric, were able to to plan the wedding that we wanted to plan. It's huge. I love this. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. So much fun. Everybody is going to find so much value in Emily's wisdom and experience that, you know, from her own wedding journey. And I just absolutely can't wait for everybody to get their hands on it. Also, just piggybacking what we talked about a minute ago, join that Facebook group, join our Facebook family, become a part of our family and community, engage, and we will see you in the Facebook group. But without further ado, let's talk to Emily. So Emily, does it feel weird to be on the other side? Yeah, it really truly does. Like I said, I feel like I need to be like in the comments. It's kind of weird to be like here. I'm so excited to talk to you and break your wedding down. We've kind of already talked about it. Emily has been a longtime listener of the podcast and she recently got married. Chris and I are so pumped to break down her wedding with her. Very unique wedding destination. Did things differently than the norm, which we're pumped to get into. But Emily, let's go ahead and start off. Um, When and where did you get married? So I had well, two separate ceremonies. I had, um, I had a backyard party in August 21st. We did that first. Um, and then we had two weeks later, we went to Mexico and we got married Labor, Labor Day weekend, September 4th. Um, and that was in Mexico, a secret to Murma Beach um, in Riviera Maya. That oh my gosh. So yeah. how did, oh, I don't know. Who, we're we're going to have so many questions. Yeah, I already so excited. Uh. Well, really quick before we, before I ask another question, Ashley, do you remember that? Like, I think it was shortly, like right after Emily got married, I was like, so should we have her on the podcast? And you're like, Chris, maybe we should give her a little bit of time to actually process. Literally. I, was, I had to like funny. reel him in. He was so excited. Yeah. Yeah. You we guys should have. I legitimately was like, kind of waiting I was like I wonder if you're gonna ask me I I have no idea and then I kind of forgot about it so then I was like okay I guess not well it was and it was always in the tank (laughs) it was always in the tank you know but then Ashley was taking a break and I I also didn't want to I never would have dreamed of doing this without Ashley on this episode so oh I actually would have been she would have been upset upset I know she would have yeah yeah (laughs) but yeah we were it was always in the plans yeah Chris was pumped to talk to you. I did. I said, like, let's let her process, think about things. And then obviously I went on a hiatus. And so here we are, November. It's been a few months. Good timing. 
So I have a question about your wedding. Was it originally in the cards to do something backyard and then destination? Like, was that the plan from the start or did it kind of evolve? It kind of evolved. So it kind of started off. We always knew we wanted to do destination. That was something we always talked about from the very beginning. That was something that we were kind of passionate about and that it was kind of like, this is what we're doing. It wasn't like, oh, we're going to do, we're going to stay at home. We're going to keep it this way. No, we were always going to go get married on a beach and kind of run away somewhere. So the backyard party kind of evolved because we both have grandparents um, that weren't going to be able to make it. And we did want to do something a little bit smaller, which turned into a little bit bigger um, here in Omaha and just kind of celebrate ahead of time. So I was very upfront about how I did not want to plan a party once I got back. Mexico was our wedding date and our true thing. And I wanted to do it ahead of time and not have to worry about it when I got back. So it kind of evolved um, kind of into this little thing where it's like we, we planned it and then we're like, okay, well, once we invite this person, and we'll invite this person yeah. and you know I mean you know how that goes and my oh, husband totally. has the biggest family ever um so it kind of turned into more of that wow I love that though you essentially I've never heard of this but you essentially threw your reception before the wedding day yeah yeah which is the coolest I- thing yeah we truly did and, and it didn't feel weird or anything like that um, just because we had a little ceremony, um, that day anyway, for our grandparents, we just had a little mini thing. Um, and we had like our niece officiated and it was just our immediate family. And Aww. even I had like a, a birch flower arch and I, I still wore like a white maxi dress. I didn't wear my, my actual wedding dress, but it still kind of felt like a wedding day, yeah. um, per se, but it truly kind of turned into like something different. And I, I was just so adamant about not wanting to do anything when I got back, like it was yeah. going to be, we're going to get married. And then we were going to have a little mini honeymoon. And I, I was going to be, I knew, I, I know myself well enough. I know my body. I know my, my mental health. I am not planning anything when I get home. Like I'm done. I, <laughs> so. you know what? I love this so much when, you know, I got married in March and then I had what in the heck? sorry, Facebook, I have it open for comments. And anyways, um, you know, so I got married in March and then I had my reception in July and I, after we got married, I was so over it. Like the last thing I wanted to do was think about planning. Like Chris photographed the reception and I don't even think, I think Chris, I probably asked you like a month before I was like, do you want to do like, do you want to do yeah, this? It was like, I was like, Oh, that's like in just a couple of weeks. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. It's just like, it was oh. not what I wanted to think about. <laughs> like my wedding day was so perfect. And it was just like, I remember just feeling like, I don't want, like, I want to close that chapter. Like and people were like, why don't you reschedule? It was in 2020. And I was like, I need this chapter of my life to close like so badly. Yeah. And that's, and that's how I felt. I feel like it was kind of like, we worked our way up to Mexico and that ceremony and that ceremony on the beach was going to be the ultimate. That was our wedding day. And then I wanted to close the chapter. I just, I feel like it, it wouldn't have felt um, like it's real in the moment. I wouldn't have been as in the moment because it already happened and you're kind of looking back on it. Yeah. Um, but I still felt really in the moment because I was leading up to Mexico when I was, so there's still so much excitement behind it. That is so cool. So this is now I'm, I want to ask you a, a question, Ashley, based off of the statement that Emily just made. 
Yes. Did you feel like, because you guys had a decent amount of time between your wedding day and your reception, do you feel like it was, it was just dragging it on? Did you, did you like that? Do you regret, do you wish you did them back to back? Like, were you okay with the distance and time? I wish I did them back to back. Like same day or like within a week of each other? Like maybe not a week, but maybe like a couple weeks. I don't know. Maybe even a week. Cause like I do that. I, four months. Right. Yeah. But I like how she said like the excitement, like that's still there. And I, I've just never heard of somebody doing it before, but I agree. Like you're leading up. To, it's like the bridal shower and like all of these things that are like leading up and increasing anticipation for the big day. And what Emily, you and Eric did was you basically restructured what society and the wedding industry has told you, like the order of things that have to happen. And you're like, but why? Yeah. Well, and you know, we yeah. talked about this that on another episode. Do you guys, or I don't know, Ashley, if you remember when we talked about like, even on the same day, flipping it and doing the reception first yes. in the ceremony, this is just mm -hmm. a different kind of variation of that. So it sounds like yeah. you love this, Emily. And I wonder like how many other people would truly love like switching things around and breaking away from like the norm when it comes to order of ceremony versus reception, all that stuff. Okay. But at the same time, I want to talk about that. I want to go into it a little bit more with Emily. Do you, are you glad that you did it that way? Do you have any regrets about doing it that way? 1000%. I would do it again. I would do it again the exact same way. I have absolutely nice. no regrets about that. It was one of the best decisions I think I've ever made. Like we got home, we were done. It was over. I laid on the couch. I went back to work. And then it was just like, we're, we're done. Like I, I, I completely 100%. So. Wow. I love, I love that. Is there anything that you like, actually in the planning aspect of it? Cause you essentially had to plan two weddings. Your backyard was right. more casual and laid back. Did you have a lot of planning that went into your backyard wedding? So, I don't so, know. Should we call it a wedding? The, the back day, yeah, you can call it. We call it like, like you refer to it as like our graduation party. Um, because <laughs> it was an open, it was an open house style. So, so like a graduation party. 12 p.m. to 10 a.m. Yeah, 10 p.m. In which it went obviously longer, but that's why you put on the invitations. Um, and wait, did you say 12? Truly, you said 12 p.m. 12. Wait, 12 p.m. to 10 p.m. Yeah, that's a 10 hour day. 10 hours of come and go. Awesome. We are partying all day long. Join us whenever you can. I think that says a lot about you and yes. Eric as people, which like well, not a bad time, thing. Like it sounds like you like to spend time with your people. We do. It was exhausting though. Like that <laughs> is the one thing I will say looking back is I wish we would have cut it down a little bit because it just was a lot of, I was very overstimulated. Um, but the one thing that was nice is people were in and out through the whole day. So it wasn't one of the big things about why we wanted to do it this way. Is we didn't want, we don't want, this is weird, we, but we don't like all the attention on us. And the thought of 300 people, which I knew we probably would have all at one time makes me like physically sick. So mm -hmm. this was the way that I could space it out. Um, and kind of still see everybody, but have it over the length of the whole day. 
Um, so it wasn't so much at all at once. Like my personality, I just can't handle that. Like I just truly can't. You made yourself have a lot of one-on-one time with people, kind of like how when we've talked on the podcast about why don't people have the, um, they, oh my gosh, you guys, you guys, this reminds me on Saturday, this Saturday, interested. So the day after this podcast comes out, I'll be shooting a wedding where the bride and the groom are greeting their guests as they come to the ceremony. Oh, I love that. Speaking of just things, but anyways, we like the idea of greeting your guests because you get one-on-one time with people instead of at the reception, you get like five minutes with this table, five minutes with that table. And then people left and you didn't even get to say hello. You essentially made that happen with this like come and go you got one-on-one time with people yeah so there was there was a period of time probably from five to eight where it was kind of crazy like there was probably 100 people in the backyard but for most of the day I I got to be able to have those conversations so I will give you a back a backstory of the backyard um party though I live next to my um in-laws and then my, this is going to be weird. My husband's, um, like my sister-in-law. So we have three backyards all together. So it's like basically all together. It's a big acre essentially. So everybody was super spread out over three houses and three yards. So it does sound like everybody was all at our house. I have to do ex- explain that though, that it was spread out over three. So it was like an ultra You just had backyard, a really like great a situation. <laughs> that was perfect. Yeah, it's the ultimate. I'll have to send you guys photos. It is the ultimate backyard, like built-in horseshoe pits, like fireplaces everywhere. Oh. Like there's no fences in between. So we have six dogs everywhere. Like it is like the ultimate um, entertaining. Okay. So question a little, let's, I want to hone in a little bit on your graduation party wedding. Uh, Chris is air quoting, air quoting. What was the vibe you guys were going for at this backyard wedding that you guys did? Like, what did you want it to feel like? And then like, what, what did you want the app? Like, what'd you want the atmosphere to feel like? So almost like a backyard barbecue, essentially, is what the vibes we were going for. So we wanted it to be pretty laid back. We wanted people to show up in shorts and in flip-flops. We wanted everybody to just be pretty chill and kind of spread out between the three backyards um, and then just kind of enjoying different spaces that we had set up. So we have like a big patio area on our deck, and then we had like our um, photo booth that we did with our neon sign, like set up with Polaroids on our, sh- like made on our shed. Oh, that's and so then cool. like, it just split off on each area. So there was just different sections kind of throughout. And then in his parents' house was the main area where we had like the bar set up, the food, all of that. But we really wanted it to be kind of like, it's, it's funny, we say graduation party, but truly just like a big backyard barbecue. So We set it up to where we had a taco truck that came in and pulled in one of our driveways. They handled all of the food. Everybody just could come and go and do it that way because I didn't want anybody to have to worry about any type of food. We had that charcuterie table, Mm -hmm. which I think I sent you guys photos of. It was a full like length and people could go off of that and a cake. And then we had the bar area down in like, they call it the man cave area with the margarita machine. And it just really felt relaxed. Like, 
It didn't feel like a typical like schedule of reception. Like it just felt like people could really come relax for as long as they wanted. They could stay the entire day or they could come for 30 minutes, say hi, grab a drink and then go. Like you had the option to let people kind of do what they wanted. No obligations. Um, which was kind no of what we were all about. No obligations. Yeah. And everybody wasn't okay with weddings. It is a commitment. Like you are there, especially like big traditional weddings, you are there all day and then yeah. all night. This gave everybody the opportunity to just like come and go and just, you don't have to commit to the whole day. Like sometimes I don't like doing it. So I'm, I'm not going to make you guys do it either. There's so much about all of this that's just like, well, number one, I'm like, man. It would, it would be great to attend a wedding like that. Like that just feels. We were invited. I know we were invited. I know. <laughs> yeah. And I'm over here. You guys like, were. I told you, you were invited. <laughs> I feel like we <laughs> both had weddings that weekend or something going on. I think you did. I, I had a wedding did. that weekend. I know that. But, but I'm not going to lie. I mean, the thought crossed like, that'd be really cool. If we didn't have these weddings, that would be awesome yeah. to take. Yeah. I mean, Nebraska's not that far. Um, no, but gosh, yeah, that sounds like everything about that sounds like it just fits the vibe of like, I think of summer backyard barbecue, hanging out, drinking, which is the best pods of, of conversations. Did you guys do tables or did people just stand up and spread out? So we had, um, we have this area, it's like a patio area, which we use for the ceremony. Um, and it was, like I said, it was just our immediate family. And we had like a birch flower arch that we stood under. We had that set up for the ceremony. We took the ceremony tables down and filled it in with standing cocktail tables, um, in that area. And then we had tables inside. And then on our deck, we had a few tables. Um, and then after that, the cocktail was done. We actually moved the cocktail tables and made that into a mini dance floor. So we kind of used that space for multi-purpose. It was all my husband's idea. He's a genius. I, oh I my can't. Goodness. I don't come up with that stuff. Yeah. I so love what were, that. Can I, I, I keep asking questions, Ashley, but You're okay. what was, what were the Go feedback? Ahead. Like, what did people say? Like, did they remark like, That's this feels question. great. We had a lot of fun or we loved this or like, what was the thing that you guys kept hearing about um, the backyard wedding? That well, like? I feel like it's another thing you just don't see very often. So yeah. for people who are very traditional, they're like, you know what I mean? It just was weird to, for, to, for some people, just because for, for most of the people attending, that was it. Um, I had 40 people that were taking to Mexico and doing the big thing. So like for a bridal party and stuff like that, it was kind of just, let's get to the backyard party. Let's go to Mexico. But for most people that attended, this was it. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of odd, I think for some people, but overall, most of the feedback that I received is, I wish I would have done it this way, or I wish I would have done it this way, or I, and if I were to do it all over again, and that was getting, like starting in my wedding, why I never wanted to feel that way. I never wanted to go up to someone and be like, I wish I would have done it this way, or if I were to do it all over again, I would do it this way. Like you hear that so often, especially with like destination weddings. I've been getting a lot of feedback from like, when I tell people what I got married, they're like, oh, well, if I had done that, but this, 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 and all the excuses. I didn't want any excuses. I wanted to go into this, not trying to have any regrets at all. um, And really just sticking true to myself. And at the end of the day, there was feedback, but it was 98% positive. I think the only people that had anything to say were like my grandparents, because it wasn't like they thought it was beautiful, but it just was non-traditional. Yeah. Um, but that's really it. I mean, it was such a fun party and it lasted all night long and, and it, we 
I mean, it was a whole day. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, that was great. I love that. Well, I wanted to hit on the, your wedding. Why a little bit more. So if you could say what the why was behind your wedding, how could you bring that all together in like a statement? What was your wedding? Why? Um, it really just was the truest form of what we could think of. Like, from the very beginning, we were not worried about other people. I was not worried about industry standards. I was not worried about what I was seeing on Instagram. Like I just never had that in the back of my mind, which is so hard to do sometimes. Um, the other thing I will say is I was very upfront with my family from the very beginning. Like, this is how it's going to be. Like, this is exactly how it's going to be. There's no fighting it. Like we're, take like we are in a place financially we're a little bit older to where we can handle most of this so yeah. I don't want to hear the opinion yeah so I, I did, love that did it exactly how we wanted to like like truly it there was there was times where obviously I was like upset and, and all of that but this is how we wanted to do it we wanted to do it where it felt relaxed and it wasn't so like by the book and by like on such a schedule like we just wanted to hang out in the backyard with our friends. Yeah. And then at the end of the day, and then go on this beautiful vacation with our closest, closest people and spend days together and create all these memories that, that we just didn't waste all of this money on one day. Like that was so big for us. We wanted to experience and we want it to be, I mean, we drug it out. We, I mean, like we get it. You're getting married. Like we, we really it. drug it out, married. but like, that's what we wanted. We wanted it to be like yeah. this experience for everyone. And, and I think we really stayed true to that. That was really big from, I mean, from the second we got engaged before we got engaged, that was something that was so important to us that don't let people get to you and don't let what you're seeing on Pinterest and Instagram kind of jade everything because it's so, I mean, there was times where I still was like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm letting people's opinions and things get to me. I mean, I'm not perfect, but I mean, we sat down and had that conversation from the beginning and we stuck to it to the very end. So, wow. I love I like I'm going on a rampage. I'm so oh, sorry. no, I felt no, myself. That's the point. But I felt myself getting really emotional, even just you saying, like, I'm not going to let other people get to me. Like, that is such a powerful statement, especially when it comes to a wedding, because that's when it's like you get married, you have a baby and now like obviously two separate things. But both of those situations, opinions come at you left and right. And for whatever totally. reason, people think they can give it to you oh. or get offended when you do something different, like have a reception wedding ceremony previous to the actual wedding. And then they're like, well, that's weird. And you're like, well, it's not your yeah. day. So, but I love that you said you started this whole process off with telling your family from the get-go because it's one thing to tell them and set their expectations early. And it's another one to allow the opinions to start coming in. They start to form their own expectations and then they get crushed, yeah. you know? Right. I love that so, yeah. and, so much. And honestly, it, it truly was my husband keeping me sane through that because there was times where I could feel myself kind of wanting to like people, like I'm a people pleaser. Like it just, it, at the end of the day it is. And I could, I could feel myself like getting drug a certain way. And he was constantly reminding me, like we had these conversations, you know, exactly what we want to do. 
do not like it. It doesn't matter at the end of the day. Like Can at the end of the me... day, our life. Yeah, go ahead. No, I just totally interrupted you. That was like the worst interruption <laughs> I've ever. It's done okay, it's okay. Life. Go ahead. <laughs> Uh, can you give me some examples of like maybe some things that people were, were trying to sway you on that you started to like consider before Eric had to be like, no, dude, we, we know, like we've talked about this. So this backyard party started to turn into almost a circus, if you want me to be completely honest. So it was, it was the one thing that I feel like everybody wanted to help plan with because Mexico we had a wedding coordinator and it was me and Eric and that was it we handled all of that ourselves so I think it was the one thing that people were trying to grasp onto um just like my sisters and my mom and all of that I just feel like it it kind of got turned into a lot and I just I really there was times I love them they're my best friends and, and it was hard to say it was hard to stick to saying no especially when like my sister was eight months pregnant at the time almost nine months pregnant and it she couldn't go to Mexico so this was the wedding and she, and she helped Aww. me with so much but there were certain things that like they wanted to do I can't even like we did not have a registry I'll just give you an example we did not have a registry gotcha. at all with any items it was all cash funds because we just moved into the house so they just an example like they wanted to do like a cards and gifts table and I'm like we're not having gifts like I don't need that. And they wanted to do like a memorabilia table for the people that we've lost. And like, there's just certain things that I think you think you have to do, especially when it comes to like a traditional wedding, like, oh, well, we have to get this table set up and we have to have a welcome table for this. And we didn't do any of that. And I think Mm -hmm. that it's hard because you, even myself, I'm like, oh, I need the welcome table. Actually, I I don't, I don't need the welcome table. Like I don't have to do anything I don't want to do. And that's not necessary. So I started nixing things left and right. And I'm like, it's just, let's just stay to the core of what this idea was. Let's do minimal decor and not let it get super crazy. So it, it, everything ended up turning out perfectly. And I, and I can't thank them enough for all the help that they, that they did, because I truly, I was so busy with work and planning two weddings yeah. that they killed all that, but it definitely was, there was times where I was, I was letting opinions about just random things about where the cake was going to go here. You know what I mean? Like, was it going to go downstairs? Like, I don't like, and I just, and it was hard because I knew that they just want to help. Um, and they just truly care about me and and they want to be involved. Absolutely. But it was hard because I was, I was taking those things really personally because it was the only little things that they could grasp onto. So, wow. Yeah. I, that that, that, that had to be hard for you with your sister being so close to you and you knowing she doesn't get to be in Mexico with us. So your mind had yeah. to play this like game of, I want her to be so involved because this is where she gets to be involved at the same time. Like there's this value that we need to like be reminded of, of this is about experiences yes. together and not mem- memorial tables. Yeah. And I really had to like almost get them out of that mindset as well and remind them like, we don't need to do that. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not necessary. Like, you no, could, we're good. Let's move on. Yeah. You got to bring them in to have them also be like part of your team. Like, here's our common goal. Yeah. Let's work together on this. I'm like, let's awesome. move on from that. And you do the entire photo booth. Like you, that's your thing. Like you set up that entire thing. That's your project. That's what you do. I want you to head that. 
Like, so then I would just try to try to navigate all of it's that. It's like delegate. Yeah, yeah, you delegate. Yeah. Okay. So as far as your actual wedding day went in Mexico, so everything what went great at on August 21st in the backyard. And now a couple of weeks later, we're going to Mexico for your wedding. So how did you pick a venue in Mexico? It's Mexico, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How did you choose a venue being that you're in Nebraska? Did you just look online? Like, how did you, how does that work? Yeah. We've talked nothing destination wedding. So like you were the expert <laughs> on the show right now. You're the expert. Yeah. I, I'm going to give you guys all of the tips that you need to know, because I've, I've learned so much. It was insane. So we actually went to a destination wedding, December, 2019, um, in the same location, but at a, a different resort. Okay. So what we had planned with our travel agent was, okay, let's, let's go for this wedding at travel. It was, agent. A, it was a family. Yeah. Travel agent, which I, I can get into too, which is okay, a huge part. It's, okay. I mean, it's make or break. It's deal breaker. Um, but, um, he set us up, um, at the family resort, um, and we went there and then after the wedding, we wanted a week that we were going to spend, um, just us. And he recommended the resort that we actually got married at at Secrets Maroma Beach, um, in Riviera Maya. And he had gone to that multiple times and he recommended that we just stay there for the rest of the week. And we're like, okay, well, we've never gone before. So we'll just take your recommendation. So we went there for the week following that, absolutely fell in love with the resort, the people, I kind of knew what to expect. So it really yeah. wasn't like I was going down there sight unseen. I'd already experienced oh, it. And I true. think that's why that's I felt good. so good about it. There is, we, we were actually going to plan um, like a resort. You can actually jump like to resort to resort. Um, and like when you go hop, down, like you kind of, with, literally for like the day and you can do that. Um, so basically what you would do is you just get a pass and you'll be able to do like a site visit essentially. Um, and then you'll kind of go from there and see kind of what you want and what you don't want, but COVID hit. Um, and Uh, we just canceled that trip and we're like, you know what? We've been there. We know what to, we know what to expect. Let's just play Maroma. Like we're good to go. So. Yeah. Not going to make it any more stressful than it needs to be. No, not at all. So that was that. Um, and then we just planned that and we actually contacted them and they got us and they give you a wedding coordinator. So um, her name was Elizabeth. She is the most phenomenal person ever. And Aww. she did absolutely everything. So yeah, that's how we kind of got to the resort. But um, there's also, I do want to say there's also, um, a Cancun brides Facebook page. So if you are planning a destination oh. wedding in Cancun, join that because it is an absolute lifesaver. Um, it is basically all the brides getting married in Cancun for the time period. And you go back and forth and share every, all the questions you essentially have. So cool. I highly yeah, we'll recommend have to get it. We'll have to get yeah. a link for that to drop in the show notes. So we'll have to get that link from you. Yeah. Well, and you'd think that that probably exists. Like there's probably like a, like Hawaii wedding planning group. And like, I've oh, never even thought is. of that. Yeah. That's yeah, awesome. One of my friends um, is actually getting married in Cabo and there's, and I already like found one for her and sent it to her. Like, <laughs> Go it. Emily. Look at you. Yeah. Everyone needs an Emily in their <laughs> I'm life. I'm like a little mini wedding coordinator on the side. You are, you really are. So with, I know a lot of resorts, whenever you get married at a resort, a lot of times, like 
they have their own photographer or their own videographer, their own vendor situations. So you don't have to think about a lot of things with what you did. Did you use the resort vendors or did you source your own? So what they do, and this is going to be kind of resort wide. I realize I have a few other friends getting married and what happens when you get married at resort, you get a wedding package. So it's like this base price that you pay for and it includes all of these things. So it's like, okay, it includes hair and makeup. It includes photographer for this amount of time. It includes a videographer, all of that. Um, For as many people, uh, for I think ours was for 30 people, but we had 40. So we just had to pay a little bit extra. Um, So essentially, the one thing that I found out through this Cancun Brides page is you can switch things in and out for this package. Like it isn't like a, oh, Oh. I'm not using this. Get rid of it. Like, oh, too bad. You're not using it. You can switch things in and out of the package, which I found out, which they don't tell you, um, but a little hack. If you ask um, and you kind of push a little bit hard on it, there was things that I switched out. So I had, um, I did my own, well, my bridesmaid, my maid of honor did my hair and I did my makeup because I don't, I can't trust anybody. No, don't trust them. I I have literally done a wedding. Yes. Mm -mm. That was the one control I needed. I needed to control my hair and makeup and that was it. So I was like, nope. So we handled that and I actually, that was in our package. So we switched that out for a longer couple's massage after we got married. And then our rehearsal. Oh, that is way better. uh, Yeah. Um, Yeah. That's like when you go out to eat and you're, you're like, oh, I don't like coleslaw. Can I just get double potatoes? Can I just get mashed potatoes and a baked potato? Yeah. Yeah. The baked potato. I need the extra sour cream. Thank you very much. Um, (laughs) But then we actually switched out our rehearsal dinner. In the package, it said um, 10 people for like a semi-private reception, which is the exact same as taking our family to one of the restaurants on the resorts. We were like, get rid of that. And we actually switched it um, for our rehearsal dinner, Welcome Bonfire on the Beach, which was another one of the, yes, I'll have to send you photos of that as well. It was absolutely phenomenal. So everybody went, we did the rehearsal, but everybody broke for dinner. Um, and went wherever they wanted because they have six they have six um, restaurants and everybody could kind of go wherever they wanted then we met back on the beach um, and had a full like bonfire and like full experience they have like a little pig, like a pig with an apple in its mouth <laughs> oh my no, I gosh. Wish. Uh, I wish. that sounds so awesome um, it was it was so cool and I'm, I'm so glad that we did it that way because it was an experience for all 40 of us not just the 10 people that it included. So we just kind of switched out a bunch of stuff. Um, We brought our own, we flew on our own photographer, um, which was one of the the only things that we did was we had a photographer from here that we flew in Jessica um, and we just paid for her stay. And essentially the resort was fine with that. We didn't have to pay a vendor fee or anything like that. Oh, that's good. There is there is vendor fees. Um, if you do bring in other people, like if you bring in hair and makeup from a different company in Mexico, you have to pay a huge vendor fee. Um, wow. so keep, definitely keep that in mind. I cut every corner I possibly could to avoid any vendor fee. Cause I was like, I'm not doing it. Um, <laughs> so that was one of them was definitely the photographer. The videographer came with our package and was through the resort. And you guys, I forgot we had a videographer until I walked down back down the aisle after we were married I completely forgot it was all set up the resort set it up 
they did our entire ceremony like i said i, I sent you guys that video earlier yeah, but we watched i it. had no idea um i, I literally no when i started watching the video because i'm not like i don't know i don't want to give like too many opinions on destination resort photographers like i have opinions but as far as the video video went i don't have high expectations right and i'm Neither watching the video and i literally go Chris, this is actually really good. Like considering yeah. I assumed it was a resort videographer. I was like, the audio is fabulous. Yeah. I love that they didn't have like the whole, it just playing like people walking down the aisle and you and watch like, like six minutes of people walking yeah. down the aisle. They had like your officiant speaking. Like, it was just very well done for it being included. It was, it's a great video that you're going to be able to actually enjoy for years. Like, And we were shocked. So it came with our package that I forgot about. So like I said, if you want me to be completely honest, Ashley, I had the exact same expectations. I had no idea what to expect. I'm like, this is just going to be, it was free, like, well, free, but it came with our package. Right. And I, I have no idea what to expect. And we got it. And I was like, what is this? And I'm like crying on my couch. I'm like, I had no idea that they were going to do it, what they did. I don't know. I was very impressed by that. So. same honestly same like it's not like a cinematic wedding video like the highlight film with like the whole day but as far as like a ceremony edit it I'm I'm very impressed that was like the first yeah, thing I, I said to Chris like, was whoa right and which will be nice because then now I'm able to like take that to my grandparents and show them the ceremony and all of that and yes. with this beautiful video because I'm like I was going to show it to him either way, but I'm like, I'm kind of actually pretty good. Yeah, yeah. So. sure. Yeah, no kidding. So because the only thing that you flew in was your um, photographer, as far as like the vision for your day, did you do anything or put your, have you like any aesthetic? I yeah. don't know. What do I'm you have like creative, there. creative, like, or is it just like, Hey, here's, you can set up on the beach. You can set up here. And they kind of just like do it all standard. Or did you like have any sort of like, did you have a say pain? in like how things were going to be set up or, or did you not even care? You know, you're just like, Hey, let's just do it. Well, I didn't really care, but also they do give you options. So they give you options of like a garden terrace wedding. You can get married kind of over by this gardening area. And, but it was kind of by the pool, which I didn't really want to do. We wanted to get married on the beach. So we wanted that specific section, but they do give you like four or five options you can pick from and how it's set up. They also, like I said, they give you the package and the price of that, but then they give you a whole book of extras. And like the extras are so ridiculous, <laughs> like cold fireworks and like all this crazy lighting. Wait, did you and say like cold fireworks? And, yeah, full fireworks ceremony you can what? add. Like you can turn this into a crazy thing, but I tried to keep, it was hard not to like, add any extras right. really the only thing that yeah it's hard you're like fireworks okay um but then you're gonna end up spending you're gonna end up spending a bunch of money but um the only really thing that I added um onto my package was the floral like the floral arch that we had over um where we got married and that was all florals yeah. and what I had them do is I also learned this on that page is they actually after the ceremony took that flower arch down broke it up and put it on all of my reception tables so i had i brought zero decor like what? i brought nothing i love that though i was not about no to stress fly, like 
No, I was not going to send down vases and floating candles. And you can rent all of that stuff from them, but it's also, you have to pay for it. And I was like, I'm not doing it. The only thing that I brought down was I had a drink sign of like my dogs and it was our signature drinks okay, of our two yeah. dogs. That's a must have. And I, that I've was seen the those. Those only so thing. Yes. And they, and the resort was great. They made us our signature drinks Aww. too. And when I just asked them and they're like, perfect. Um, but that was legitimately it. So I took the flower ash down, put it on the tables and that was it. So other than that, we, we didn't have um, a DJ either. We just rented the sound system, plugged in my Spotify playlist that I had specifically in order of how I wanted it to play and had one of our friends MC it. And we just cut as much as we possibly could. Like, well, we could have done all these things, but it just wasn't necessary. Like we had people to do it. So I'm like, it just, I, my playlist was going to be better. So it was just it less of a production. Yes goes back to your yeah. why of like we want to do things our way like we don't need a dj we have someone who's going to be an amazing and amazing mc and we got this playlist we know what we want and so your your theme that you your why that you shared with us earlier is like i can see it throughout all these decisions that you guys made it's like we want to do it our way we don't want to do it the traditional way and even like the non-traditional ways of uh destination weddings like you guys still opted to do things differently in an environment where people are probably kind of doing things differently, but it's all the same because it's, I'm sure it's pretty structured and, and stuff like that. Yeah, Especially with is. the resorts and the way yeah. the like packages, we keep like air quoting everything, quote yeah, unquote packages, <laughs> um, but especially resorts, like you have the package. So you have the way and the order that things go. Um, but you're still like, I'm going to take this apart. I'm going to make it my own. I love it. Speaking of making something your own, at your wedding, on your wedding day, was there anything that you did that was filled with intention? Any intentional decisions that you made? Um, I think it was, there. we didn't do vows. So I will tell you that. We didn't do our own vows out loud. That is my worst fear in the entire world. I would never, ever do that. Don't and like you were in a podcast. I was so... I was, I know, but I was so jealous of Ashley because she did have these beautifully written vows with this video. And I was like, I can never do that. Um, <laughs> I only so, had 13 people, which might've helped, but <laughs> we had 40. I know <laughs> um, it just was one of those things where we, that was the one thing that I felt like we could hold on to. And once everybody else was gone, we actually had um, like a dinner that we had just us two on the beach. And that's where we said our vows to each other. What the, um, which, that sounds so sweet. Tears. <laughs> I know. Uh. Oh my gosh. Stop. You guys. Oh. But that was so important to us that, oh my God, why am I getting so, why am I, I know. It's, 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 it's so sweet. It, it really yeah. Because it, it was for you. It wasn't for anybody else. It was for, it wasn't for anybody else. And we sat down and we, we spent like, I don't even know how long we were there, but one of our really good friends bought us this dinner on the beach. And we sat down and we literally professed our, our vows and talked about what, where we go from here and what, what's our plan and what do we see in the next six months and what do we see in the next year? And, and we've kind of planned out what, what's next. Like, we don't want to just stop on this day. Like what is going to keep us pushing forward? How do we motivate each other? What, how can I support you once we get home? Like everything is going to, I mean, this, we were so like, 
we're so in the moment, but we knew once we get home, like we want to go back to regular life. Like I have to go to Costco. Like I don't have time to talk about these things. So we kind of sat down and had these moments together where we professed everything, but it was just us. And that is something that I'm so grateful that we had because those moments, like I will remember, like I will remember forever. So I I will give you a little sneak peek. She's probably going to be mad if I say this, but we, we promised to do that every year now. So we actually took um, a, a recording of part of it um, that we're going to play back each year and listen to where we were at and what our goals were for that next year. And we're going to see, it's kind of like, like a, a like time a box, capsule. It's, yeah, all it is in like recording. A time capsule. it's like a time capsule, but it's us in the moment. And because we listened to the one that we did, um, right. It was before we got engaged actually, um we listened to it on our wedding on that on that night and then we planned the next one so it 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 was kind of fun to listen to and kind of see where we were at and where our headset like our head mindsets were um and then kind of plan for the future so the personal like development side of me that like always like wants to help people become better and then like wants I want to get better I know Lara wants to get better like everything about that part of me is just like lighting up hearing you talk about Mm -hmm. what you and Eric did and like what a gift to be able to like share this moment with your person and then be able to process it like Ashley you know this like how much time is there to process on a wedding day a normal wedding day in the states not very much no totally right I, I totally agree and I love this that like you guys acknowledge that your vows like it does it doesn't stop here. Like the work has to continue. I, my sister and brother-in-law, they're my, Justin's brother and his wife. They, I remember one piece of her vows and she said, one set of vows cannot possibly make up a lifetime of my promises to you. So like, I promise to continue to like update these vows and that reminds yeah. me a lot of that. And that was like a big eye-opening moment for me hearing her say that. Cause that's so true. Like there is this, you know, traditional vow that you hear at every wedding, but it's like, it shouldn't stop there. Like we should continue to vow to do these things for each other. And like, we continuously grow and change and need support from each other. And that's always going to shift. I love that. Oh. I got like super emotional when you were speaking. I know it's just, and it, and it's just one of those things where it's like, my husband is the most phenomenal person I've ever met. And, and it, he, he keeps on going back to that. Like, these are conversations that we have, like, even tonight, like we're kind of shifting our, our, how our life is going to be. And we literally were up the street at a burger joint before I came and did this. And we still were having those, I'll say intentional conversations and you know what's funny is we I've kind of taken like a little page out of your guys's book and I we've left some of those conversations for little date nights like that mm-hmm. I will say that we we took that and I used that and that has been phenomenal because it's like I do less texting during the day and then I, I wait to be in person and have these conversations um but we've mm-hmm. kind of continued that through and well, I mean that'll be something we'll always have so that's yeah. so awesome so rewinding to Mexico really quick 
I know I got but, off on a tangent. I'm so sorry. No, no I love it's all good. Literally love it. Literally love it. I just want to know. Would you say that that dinner portion of just the two of you was the best moment of your wedding day? Or was there another moment, if you think of the best, that you would title the best? So we, we talked about this. And this was, this was, that dinner was actually after everyone left. So it was actually, it was probably a week. It was almost a week after our oh, wedding when we were still in Mexico. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, so I should have explained that. I'm so no, sorry. No, that's okay. Um, I am picturing it on your but, wedding day, but still awesome. <laughs> yeah, I apologize. Um, so it was actually a week after after everybody was gone. Um, and that dinner was better than our wedding day. And we still will say that. And we, we wow. say that to this day. Like that, those conversations we had and how close we felt was better. I've never felt closer to him than I did that night as compared to four days. I, I don't know. I think it was just, we, the conversation led to such life planning and, and what's next. And now that this, this romanticized day is over, like, where do we go from here? And I just think that you get kind of so wrapped up in the day that like you kind of you kind of forget about those things and to sit down and look at each other and be like this is where we're going from here was more meaningful than me standing and saying generic vows if you want me to be 100% honest I do I do want you to be that is yeah. incredible I mean we talk we Yeah we, and, we, we and do. if you ask him he'll say the same thing We talk about that though like this idea of life after the wedding like so much time is spent preparing, executing, even on the day of that, like, you know, so many marriages and and I don't say this as a diss on people, but like so many marriages get started off like on the wrong foot, just because there's no dreaming or planning of the future outside of like, just jumping right back into the nine to five, like, and then, you know, then you start your life. But when there's no like planning for that and like dreaming beyond the wedding day, like, I think that's a huge missed spot. And it sounds like that was just such a a huge moment of intimacy for you guys. Like there's these deeper level right. of connection. But my wedding day, I would take nothing back. It was the, it was 40 of our closest friends and everybody at this point, like it was just our immediate family and our closest friends. And everybody at this point has had enough events. Like I said, we drug out this wedding. So everybody knows <laughs> each other at this point. And it isn't Eric's friends and Emily's friends. Like we don't have separate groups of friends anymore. Like both of our friends have fused together and we've created this awesome group where everybody is kind of a family. So Mm. it, it just felt like kind of, it just felt really relaxed. Like we were, we had for our dinner reception, we had dinner with our parents. We didn't have a sweetheart table. We sat down and had the full, full four course meal with our parents on our wedding day and sat down and talked to them the entire time. There was one point when Eric looked over at me and was like, should we get up and talk to everybody? I'm like, there is five other tables in here full of our closest friends who we've been talking to for three days because we've been drinking at the beach and at the pool and playing and doing tequila tasting. Like there is no need for us to break this moment with our parents. Oh yeah. You need to go do that. Um, there's no need to break this time with our parents to go check in. We don't need to check in with anybody. Like, and you don't it was get so nice to sit. You don't get enough moments. Like we talk about this on the podcast all the time. We don't get enough moments with our parents on our wedding day. 
No, no. we did. So it, I made that. That's a flex, man. That we, did. A, <laughs> we did. We <laughs> did. In the best that. way. Like, that in was the best so way. good. Yeah, but we did. We, I made a conscious choice to say, hey, let's sit down with our parents and eat. And it was, like I said, it was a drug out meal. It was four courses. It was an hour and a half. And we spent that entire time with, in conversation with them. Like we never, we got up to cut the cake once, but that was the only reason why. See, so, and I yeah, love that though. Speaking because- of. Yeah, I know. So really quick, really quick. I just want to tie in the, your parents. Nope. None of your five tables of guests are going to look at you and be like, why are they still talking to their parents? You know, no, it's your parents. Okay. So speaking of cake, (laughs) that was a really good segue, but I had to get that in. It's okay. I'm going to clip it and it's still going to be there. (laughs) Um, speaking of cake, Caitlin in the chat said that we need to ask you about your cake cutting and your first dance at your reception. Oh gosh. Um, <laughs> she had mentioned creativity. <laughs> this, this is typical, Emily. Um, I decided way back when that, like I said, I wanted to create a, an experience. Like you're not here for a wedding. You're, you're here for a full concert dance experience. <laughs> So um, I really went for it. And um, most people joke about um, cutting the cake and like what song you're going to play. And they're like, most people have like Michael Bublé or like how sweet it is. I think Caitlin did how sweet it is. Oh, sorry, not to be shady. Um, <laughs> but we actually hey, had Rihanna. Laugh. We had Rihanna cake. Um, it was a completely inappropriate uh-huh. song. And I basically danced my entire way up to the cake. Like I almost was crawling up to the cake table to this song. It was completely inappropriate, but it was so Emily. <laughs> I oh was, Like there's gosh. videos of me. It is. Everybody says I would love, I would have loved to done that cake song. Well, you know what? I did it. So <laughs> and I don't take that back. And then for the first, for the first dance, um, I wanted a concert experience and I joked with one of my other friends um, at my, one of my bridesmaids, Christy. And I said, I imagine like the first dance, I grab the microphone, we sing part of it. I do a full circle around the table. Like this is just ridiculous things that go through my head. Well, I had a little too much tequila. And at one point during the first dance, I grabbed a microphone. I started singing. I took a lap, um, full twirl spins back circled into Eric back into the, my first dance. Um, I'll send you that video as well. Please it was, it was, yeah, we need this to see, video. We need to see this stuff. Like this is gold. <laughs> I held no, I held nothing back and I come up with these crazy ridiculous ideas. And I truly was like, I just don't care. Like I'm not gonna do Michael Bublé. I'm gonna do Rihanna unedited and I'm gonna twerk <laughs> my entire way up to the cake table. And that's what I did. Uh, that I mean isn't so. that what you should do though? It's your wedding. It's a celebration of yes. you. It's a celebration of yes. Eric. Screw what the norm says or like, you know, society says that you should do. And grandma's like, not there. It's that's okay. Not, true. Grandma's no. not going to be offended. My, I, my poor and even if she was but... there. <laughs> that is too. Yeah. Dude. That, that is, is a few things that I did that I just come up with these crazy ideas. And for some reason I was like, I'm going for it. And I just did it. So, yeah, wow. that's, that's typical, Emily. Well, I freaking love it. Emily, as someone who has planned a backyard wedding slash graduation event and did a destination wedding, do you have any advice for people 
maybe one piece of advice for people who are planning a backyard wedding and then for anyone who's doing a destination wedding or it could just be wedding planning in general it doesn't even have to be those two things so i'm gonna get a little sentimental here um but really focus like for me my mental health was such a big thing that i was i was so focused on the entire time through this planning process and i truly like I took 10 to 15 minutes or 30 minutes every single day just to myself. Most of the time I would have you guys in my ears telling me it's fine, it's fine. I'm like hiking, I'm like about, about to cry. Um, but this podcast truly got me through wedding planning. Like I have a 30 minute drive to work every single day. Don't cry, Ashley. I, know, um, I have see a 30 it. minute drive to work every single day. So I break up, it's, they're usually about an hour. Obviously you guys know this, but I have on my way there and on my way home. So I get a full episode in a day and there was so many times where I was so frustrated and so stressed out don't cry but I would turn on this podcast and you guys were like you know what don't listen to them and, and don't do that and and you know and at one point I had this like moment where I just flipped a switch and I woke up one day after like listening to I have to get the specific episode because mm-hmm. I remember it and I flipped a switch and I'm like I am done with this And I'm going to focus on my mental health and taking the time that I need and just not caring. And I truly, once I flipped that switch, I was done stressing out. I had the best time planning. I made the most ridiculous decisions in Mexico. Like everything (laughs) ended up working out exactly how it should. And like, for me, I, one thing I would suggest too is taking a social media break. Like there was multiple times where I would delete my Instagram or something for a week and just breathe and make a list of what I needed to do and kind of refocus in, obviously listen to you guys again, because I'm like constantly, I'm like turning you guys. I'm like, when's the new episode? I'm like scrolling. I'm like Monday and Friday's not enough. Where is it Friday? It's not here. Chris slept in and he forgot to. (laughs) Yeah. So it's just, it's like, I know it's so cliche, but sticking just, to what you want and not getting so wrapped up in it. Like I do not regret anything because I know at the end of the day, my why like is my relationship with my husband. Like I was not worried about, I I, I we were so worried about like, we're not going to make these small decisions for two events that are going to either break us financially where we can't plan for the future or stress us out to the point where we like so many people fight like during wedding planning. And I'm like, it is just not necessary. So it's just like finding that switch or finding that outlet that you need um, to kind of get you through because there, there is that one moment where it just flipped and everything changed. And I'm like, everybody needs to try to find that because it's there for everyone. It might be working out. It might be, just walking it might be listening to podcasts it might be listening to music might be cooking like find your outlet and take 10 to 15 minutes if not more because every single day that's what completely changed wedding planning for me so wow wow okay (laughs) so yeah okay so I mean yeah yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) speechless okay Okay. speechless (laughs) Like this doesn't happen often, Chris. We're both like t- such talkers, and we're like, okay. We're like, oh fuck, we don't know what to say now. All right, no. where, do we, where do we go from here? No, so 
a real, you said find that switch. So you mentioned the podcast. Do you remember what was said or what happened that really caused that flip to happen for you to where you stopped giving a rats about all the stressful things that is wedding I, I, oh my gosh, I wish I could remember the exact moment, but I know exactly where I was. I was literally over here hiking with my dogs and it was, I, I ought to find the episode and give you that exact moment, but it was something about like you, you and Chris just like essentially were telling you like figure out your wedding why and stop stressing. And it just was the constant like reassurance that I needed. And I literally yeah. stopped it while I was hiking and I like took my headphones out. I started crying and I'm like, it's just not worth it anymore. Um, and I, and I feel like it almost had to have been like one of the first episodes that I listened to you guys. And I kind of jumped around at first. Yeah. Um, it, but, but it was just one of those things where you guys constantly were reminding me like, it is okay. And you can't let these stressors get to you and focusing on your body and your mental health is going to make a world of difference. And you guys, seriously, it, it changed everything for me. So I, I honestly cannot wow. thank you enough. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You I, are so welcome. I feel like I can't thank you enough. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I yeah, want we can't I, cancel the podcast now no Sorry, no Ashley. Chris says this all the time no. to me though he's like Ashley no. this podcast is so important and I'm just not like I'm I don't know Chris is the words I tell her all the time. he tells me this I all the time her. and I'm like I'm like I mean we just had we just had like a kind of year end not review but just kind of planning like what are we going to do during the off season like yeah yada, yada yada and I I told you I once we got off the zoom call I was like I wonder if she thinks our podcast is good because I sat there and I told her three or four times. I was like, Ashley, we have a good good. podcast. Like it is good. I listen to lots of podcasts. We have a good. And so, and, and this is what Ash, Ashley was like this the whole time. She was like, it was like, she was not having it. She wasn't believing it. So this is exactly what she needed to hear. You have to get out of your head about that. I'm just not, yeah. Things where it's like, I don't think you realize who you're reaching. I feel like you get on with a Zoom call, you talk to Chris, and you know you're talking to an audience, but I don't think you realize who you're actually talking to and whose life you are actually changing. Truly. Correct. It's the impact. So I think you need to remember that. I think that you just made me cry. (laughs) Girl, come on. Like, thank you. Thank you. And it's, I obviously know it's good, but Chris is like, this is. I have to reel Chris in sometimes, but he has to hype me up. It's a good yeah. balance. It's a good, it's a good, it's a good balance. Um, okay. Backtracking really quick because you're talking about your mental health. Did, do you remember what you struggled with early on that was re- kept really getting to you mentally that you needed to overcome and have kind of that light bulb moment? I think it, it, it honestly is just juggling everything. So like, I work full time and I have two dogs and I am a daughter and I am a fiance and I'm trying to be a great best friend to all these people. And at one point, like it, my work started getting crazy and I was trying to plan these two weddings and try to appease everybody. And I, and I really think that just my daily stressors and the added, I am terrible at making decisions. Like I'm a people pleaser. I don't like making decisions. And it was day after day of my phone blowing up, ha- asking questions. And, and I got to a point, and I'm like, 
you have to stop asking me questions and just make the decision. Like, I do not care at this point. And I had to create these boundaries with certain people Mm -hmm. because I couldn't even like go to, I couldn't even like function at work times just because there's like question, 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 question. And it's just like, at the end of the day, like I just didn't, I was just done. So, wow. Yeah. No, that's, it's, it's a lot of like that wedding planning overwhelm. Yeah. And I think it's just, people don't really talk about the fact that you just have to be a regular human being, but also plan the most important event of your entire life <laughs> and just go to work. Like the week in between <laughs> Turn it the backyard party in Mexico, I was, I don't think I got anything done because you have to just be a normal human being. You have to go to work. You have to still do the dishes. You still have to clean the house and, and, and have a functional house. Like, I think it's, people just don't talk about the fact that like you have to do both. And sometimes it's hard to juggle it. Yeah. Um, and admit that you just kind of might need extra help or you need an outlet to do, because if not, this, the stress is going to compile and compile and then you're going to have a freak out. Well, that's what happens to you. Yeah. I think what the podcast did for you, which is what like a lot of podcasts do for me is it was like my, my reminder, my friend to just like inspire me to do the things that it is that I want to do. And for you, it was, I want to not care. I want this wedding. Like, you know what I mean? Not care about other people's opinions. I want to do this the way that I want to do it. I want to enjoy it. So I'm going to listen to the podcast to be reminded so I don't get like taken away. Like this is the truth that I want to accept. I know it's my truth and I know I want it, but it's like almost like giving yourself permission. Like there are lots of voices that are telling me that this is okay. Whether that be Ashley and I, other podcasters, other people in the Facebook group, like, and I think just, it, it sounds like that switch for you was like, this is okay. Like, it finally like clicked, like, this is okay. I don't have to worry about what all these other people are saying. Like me and Eric can have our big day. We can do the things that we want to do. And then once, I mean, what it sounds like to me is that once that clicked, it was like, boom, invincible. Like yes. sure, maybe there were some moments that like you had to kind of reground yourself. But for the most part, you were like, you'd made up your mind. You had felt the freedom of like the weight of other people's opinions is no longer a thing. And you just, it sounds like you started to thrive you know, and really begin to move forward. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I totally absolutely. agree. So is there anything that you want to add before I ask you like a final question? The only other thing that I would mention as, as help, I don't know if this will help in, in a situation was, um, and I know I mentioned it on a comment before, which like I said, you guys can maybe cut this in somewhere else, but my dress, um, was fully custom made through me through that website anomaly. Um, yes. um, yeah. And I forgot to mention this because it's like, this is going to, this is really big. And I, I honestly am trying to tell everybody about this. I understand that there is a boutique experience and some people really like to enjoy that, but I found what I wanted and then I kind of made certain changes to it. So it's anomaly.com. And essentially what you do is you get um, set up with a stylist and you have a zoom call just like this you go through everything that you want and custom design design your entire gown and my dress was thirteen hundred dollars um, and the one that I was looking at and what I want I wanted basically what my dress was to what I based it off of all the changes that I wanted to do to it was going to be almost five thousand dollars so 
Oh man. Basically it was a designer gown adding all everything that I wanted. I wanted to add the buttons. I had a four foot train. I had all of these pieces. And through that, it was almost, and I just couldn't justify it with, I'm going to ruin it on a beach. There's going to be crabs and right. in it within 10 minutes. Like I found this online and I would suggest going and trying on styles that fit your body first. Um, and then probably meeting with the stylist and I got really lucky. Like I just did this out of nowhere and it ended up working out for me, but it definitely is one of those things where I try to tell everybody about it because if you know what you want and you don't want to pay that price, the quality was absolutely phenomenal. And I got every little aspect that I wanted in my dress without having to say, Oh, I, I just am not able to pay that price. Like it was right in my price range and I got absolutely everything that I wanted. So how did you find that website? Did you Google it and stumble upon it or did somebody tell you? I, (laughs) nope. I found it on my own. I, uh, that is such a risk, dude. I know I'm crazy. Like I ordered it so early on that I'm like, if they had a, like a restocking fee and I would have lost like, I think 50%. And I was like, I'm going to take this risk. If I hate it, we'll get rid of it. And I'll just buy something on like anthropology cheap and we'll just make it work. But I took this risk and I found it online and I, and I did, I watched some YouTube videos on it um, and some like reviews, but, and then I just kind of ordered it. Like I just, I just crossed my fingers and it ended up working out and that dress fit me like a freaking glove. Uh, No, it looked incredible in your video. I was like, like literally perfect. Yeah. Since you made that suggestion, I was just telling Chris, we should reach out to them about potentially sponsoring. I know. Yeah. I wrote it down as a potential sponsor. You a hundred percent should, because it's just such, like I said, I don't want to knock any of the boutiques and the designers because they are absolutely phenomenal and the work that they do is great, but it is an option and it's just so unheard of that especially a non-traditional bride like me like it just really it, it made it possible to get my dream dress at the price point that I wanted I love that I dream love that you dress that at thing. the price point that you wanted which is the goal I mean they should be paying me like where's my royalties for right. no, <laughs> seriously freaking seriously <laughs> okay so last and final question since you're a listener a loyal listener amazing. Love you. What from the podcast has been something that Chris and I have said or talked about, um, a topic we've talked about something we've said that's really stuck with you. I mean, it's going to be cliche, but it goes back to the wedding. Why like that episode, because you obviously did the first one and then you kind of circled back and did another one. She knows those episodes. I I mean, come on. Um, those two episodes are literally like burned into my brain. Like, and I think you did the wedding. Why the second one kind of in the middle of, of all of my planning. So I listened to the first one when I first started the podcast and then you guys recircled back, like right in the middle. And that might've been the reset button. And now that I'm thinking back, you know, that flip switch and I need, I need to think about it, but, um, the wedding, why, and figuring out why am I doing this? Like, why am I planning these things? What am I doing? Because when you ask people what your wedding why is, most people are like, I don't know. Like, I just want to get married and like have a great wedding. Like, 
putting the thought and intention and sitting down and remembering why I did this, you guys, that is, like I said, burned into my head and I will never forget that from you guys. I know that's like the main concept of this. And there's, I mean, I could say 47 other things that you guys have said to me not just me, everybody. Like I said, I'm like, <laughs> no, like just no, we're saying it to you, just Emily. To you. <laughs> but just to me, there's so many other things that I could point out, but that wedding why changed the entire process for me. Damn. Like, and I had that conversation right. with Eric. I sat down That's and what I, I was going to ask you what Eric why thought I about did. all that. I did. And I sat down and we had a full conversation. I'm like, what is our why? Why are we doing this? Why are we making the decisions that we are? Why are, why is our budget this much? And I, we went through everything. And that also made us closer because talking through all of that also made it so it wasn't just so, like, like I said, the industry standard mm-hmm. and like you just feel going all these the pressures motions. and like you need it going through, yeah, exactly, going through all the motions. And once we figured all of that out, like I will never, like I truly will never forget those two podcasts ever. Honestly, I love, I love that because because I remember the second time. No, no, it's not cliche at all, but truly it it is that. And I know that it's just like, there's so much, you have to, you have to go with intention. Like the second you lose that, you are going to lose sight of everything. And that's when the stress is going to get to you. So yeah. I'm so glad that you said that. And I bet, I do bet that that was something that did make a switch flip because for me, when I hear podcasts and I think I told Chris before we did that second episode, I was like, I know we've talked about this already, but this is so much. Yeah. I was like, this is the heartbeat of our podcast. And I feel like we should hit it again. Like I love to listen to a podcast and be like, I need to go find another episode that's similar to that one. Cause I need more of that information right now. And I felt that way with wedding wine. Like, yeah, for some reason, the timing of that when you guys like that hit that hit hard. So I'm glad that you recircled back because there also is going to be people who get on it or learn different parts of the wedding planning, especially listening to you guys over a year that it was just a nice reminder. Yeah. So I if I had a suggestion, I would maybe circle back to that every once in a while yeah. just to like see what you've learned that. from it what you've taken from it and then because that I mean it's the best truly I love that I love that well I'm glad that that's something that has stuck with you and I we wanted to pin this question at the bottom of the episode knowing you're a list listener a li- <laughs> knowing you're a listener because if you, you have this takeaway other people can circle back other and be like might, that yeah. was really big for her maybe I can have that moment too Dude, yeah. it's been such an honor to have you on the episode and on the so podcast. It's, it's so oh my cool. gosh. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me guys. Seriously. I, it, it's like surreal. Cause I feel like I'm like just listening to you guys in my car. So like actually being on here and be able to have like this conversation has been also good for me to just like go through it all again and explain like how you impacted me and then how I took all of that and actually put it into action through my entire wedding. So it was fun to go through it all. It was amazing to hear from you and hearing your journey, especially to as being a destination bride. I know that's something that you didn't get obviously in the podcast because we didn't have any experience, but I hope that this 
impacts people. And I know your story will impact people. You did things so differently, so full of intention. And that ultimately is the goal. And I think the source of wedding happiness is just being intentional. Chris, do you have anything to add? I don't, man. I'm just, I'm really glad that we're able to do this. I love getting to meet our listeners. Like I, I love that, you know, it's, it's cool. We like it. We love when people drop into the face group and they start commenting and they start sharing links and, and stuff like it just, it just feels like our people. Like I use that phrase a lot. Like, like when I describe couples that we book sometimes or that choose to work with us, I'm like, these are our people, like (laughs) not everyone who books us as their wedding photographers are our people. We like them, but I feel like everyone in the wedding, the bridal breakdown community is our people. Like they want to do things with intention. And so it's so cool to put a face, like we saw, we know your face, Emily, but like, it's just, it's just different. It's cool to have this conversation. So I'm just, I feel very content to my heart. Anybody, anybody in this group also don't be afraid to reach out to other people in the group. And especially like Chris and Ashley, I feel like with suggestions and anything like that, I feel like I was not the type of person that would comment on a podcast or be so vocal. And I think there's a lot of maybe listeners that are kind of afraid to give suggestions or kind of ask for help. So I would just say, um, absolutely reach out because you guys are such good little lifeline. Oh, you're so amazing. Thank you. On that note, if you're not in the Facebook group, what are you doing? Join us in the, the you, Bridal Breakdown private community. What? I actually had someone who told me they're a big listener of the show, uh, but they, and I asked them, I was like, oh, did you join the Facebook group? And they said, no, I haven't yet. I'm, I'm in, I'm not engaged yet. And so they're waiting to get engaged. And I was like, dude, you can totally like, oh yeah, there are people. So here is your, here is your permission. Like you have permission to join the group. If you're in a relationship and maybe if you're not even in a relationship, you're just, you like talking about weddings and hearing about weddings, like come join the group. It's a safe space. It, it definitely is a safe space. So Emily, thank you for giving us your evening. Thank you for yes, sharing your heart you. with all of us. I know that this is seriously going to be so impactful and yeah, I don't, Chris, you're better thank at wrapping this up than I am. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I, I don't have anything much else to say, but man, everybody who is listening, thank you guys so much. Have a fantastic day and we'll talk to you guys real soon. Thank you.